now live from Dick's Wings on the north side, Compton and Company. Brought to you by Williams and Rowe and Barber and Associates on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. And good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to Compton and Company coming from Dick's Wings, the north side talking sports from 12 until 2 o'clock on this Players Weekend. Uh, we'll have Taylor Dahl give you players updates at 10.30 and 50 during each hour. Uh, boy, oh boy, a lot going on. Uh, so why in the world is the NFL like the, 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 uh, the engine that, that keeps humming? Even in their off season, which we're technically in now, right, Rob? Yep. Uh, as I welcome Rob Macchio, our producer, and Chuck Elliott might join in, might chime in at some point. He's he's uh, he's traveling, but uh, here's why. So in one day, this past week, you had Derek Carr agree to a four-year, 150 million dollar deal with the, uh, the Saints. Geno Smith re-up with the Seahawks, three for 105. Uh, Calvin Ridley reinstated. The Cowboys tagged Tony Pollard. The Raiders tagged Josh Jacobs. The Jags tagged Evan Ingram. And that all happened in one, you know, one day, the new cycle. So the NFL never goes away. So the, uh, it is an absolute marketing machine. Um, again, we have the players. Uh, NFL free agency uh, is upon us. Uh, the Ravens gave uh, Lamar Jackson the non-exclusive uh, tag. Which means if you want Lamar Jackson, it'll cost you two first round picks. And if there were ever uh, a poster child or as needing an agent, it's this situation, right? I mean, look, he's, he represents himself, he and his mom. The problem is when you represent yourself and deals like this, emotions get in the way. Right, if you have an agent, they take care of the business, and there there are no emotions at all. So that that's the issue with with uh, Lamar Jackson, which leads us to our one of our two poll questions. If you were the New York Jets, and it appears that uh, uh, they're bidding against themselves when it comes to acquiring the services of Aaron Rodgers, um, and the supposed asking price is two first-round picks, right? That's the asking price. Um, and I just mentioned Lamar Jackson. Uh, if you want him, it, it will cost you two first-round picks via the franchise tag. If you're the Jets, uh, and, and their situation, their situation now, they've got a, a very good defense, uh, some young uh, playmakers on offense. Would you? Rather have Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson? That's poll question number one. Uh, the second one is this: with the uh, the big trade in the news yesterday, uh, the Bears uh, trading number one overall to the Carolina Panthers. And boy, we're going to bring Taylor Dahl, Dahl in uh, after our first break. Resident Ten Ten XL member and huge Chicago Bears fan. Uh, she had to be absolutely stoked and on cloud nine uh, with uh, what they were able to score yesterday in two ones, two twos, and DJ Moore giving Justin Fields the much needed wide receiver one. 
in Chicago. But the, the question, though, is this. Uh, what Obviously, Carolina has moved up to number one to grab a quarterback. And uh, at the nine, in the nine hole where they were, a lot of people, you know, they had it, you know, again, this is just speculation, but had uh, had them linked to Anthony Richardson, right? The, the Cam Newton comparison. Um, so who do you think their target is at one? Is it Anthony Richardson? Is it uh, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? I'm not going to include Will Levis because I don't think there's any way in hell they would move it to number one to draft Will Levis. So there are your two poll questions. We've got on this day in sports a little later on as well. Um, we're going to talk maybe uh, with me and Rob, our producer, we're, uh, we're talking for the, for the show that, uh, boy, you, t- you talking about a major screw-up? The New York Giants, all they had to do last year, last offseason rather, is uh, give uh, Daniel Jones, you know, just pick up his the, the, the fifth-year option, right? You pick up the option, all right, Daniel, we're not sure what we have on you, but here we'll pick up the option, which would be triggered this year for, I think, 28 or $29 million uh, to see if, uh, and then you can, you know, take another year to determine if he's your future. They declined pick up the option. Uh, then Daniel Jones has what I would consider an okay season, and they gave him a four-year, what hundred and sixty million dollar deal uh, with um, incentives that could make the deal worth up to one hundred ninety-five million dollars. One word. For one Daniel word, Jones? Ron. That one one word that comes to mind when you saw that four years, one hundred and sixty million for Daniel Jones uh, of the New York Giants. Well, I've got two words. I thought I said, "Dear Lord." I'll take that. Let's, <laughs> let's mean, put a hyphen on that. Yeah, let's do I that. God. I'm like, what? Awful. I mean, uh, awful. Awful. And and yet, yet uh, and I get it. Right, two different positions, and, and they did that uh, so they could then. Um, tag Barkley. Apply the ta- apply to Fred the, the tag Saquon Barkley, yeah. and I get two different positions, whatever. But Saquon Barkley, he's a far better running back than Daniel Jones will ever be a quarterback. And unless they work out a long term deal, his tag he gets ten million dollars next year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, look, I, I I take ten million dollars, sure, but uh, he's gonna be thinking, damn man, really? I, I'm getting ten million dollars and. That that you know scrub quarterback is got guaranteed ninety four million and well I think it's ninety four. I think the guarantee they could walk away really at two years and eighty two million dollars I think so it's it's eighty two million dollars guaranteed but uh, but still I mean my gosh what are the Giants but, thinking uh, I don't know what we were thinking Oof. I mean whew, what were they thinking we'll discuss that as as the show moves along let me ask you a question Rob. What you got? When uh, when I say Fab Five, what do you think? Uh, I'm thinking Michigan basketball. Okay, all right. Okay. If I say Fab Four, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with the Beatles. The Beatles, yeah, yeah, well, that's good. Well, I was out at the players yesterday with some with some clients and some friends. 
and I, and um upon the uh, the the, uh, the deck, the Mick Ultra deck, which I probably consumed way too many of those yesterday. But uh, but I was responsible. We did Uber. We were smart. Um, look over, and there's four very attractive young women. And I'm like, man, there, there, there were four. I'm like, huh, let's, let's, uh, let's go see here. I went, I went over, and I'm talking to them. It was uh, Melinda. Um, it was Evie. It was Sarah. Sarah. Nicole was there. She's not. A, she's not a, a member. Then yet another. Uh, the the other member uh, that, that that wasn't there yesterday, right? So um, yeah, they, and, and they said they were the Fab Four. And you know what? After talking to them and hanging out for a bit, I agree. They're another Fab Four. Yeah, true. True story, Rob. And then we got a hard, we got a hard break here. We got to go to Taylor Dahl with a players update and back with more. After this, from Dick's Wings and North Southern 1010XL. Yeah! This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Kick it! Man, Rob is bringing it with a little beastie voice action. That's like I'm in high school again. Man, great. Let's make this thing happen. And then I'll look in the mirror and say, nope, I'm not in high school. Nope, that's, that's not it. That ain't it. I'm 20 years. It. I'm 20 <laughs> years it. removed from high school. That oh, makes me feel God, like an old, old man. man. Oh, yeah. You feel like an old man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm class of 1989. Ooh. I was Ooh. four. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Rob, what I'm thinking about, I'm like, how in the hell did I get to 51? I don't even know what happened. It's like, huh? What? No, don't feel 51. That's Dance on that 51. That's a good but boy, again, when I look in the mirror, I, there's 51. There he is. There he is. <laughs> there he is. We got our dick swings to the north side. Come hang out with us. Uh, hit us. Text line, phone line, 641-1010. Uh, the poll question again today are these. Uh, with the uh, Lamar Jackson being tagged, uh, if you want him, it's going to cost you two number ones, right? So, and the Jets, their apparent... Uh, well, the, the Packers' apparent asking price is, well, the, well they say it's 2-1 two, two for Aaron Rodgers. So if you were the Jets, uh, who would you rather have for those two number ones? Would you roll with A-Rod or Lamar Jackson? And to me, neither are great options, and, I, and I'll expound upon that as, as we move forward. And the other, uh, on the heels of the, the big news, Yesterday, uh, the huge trade, as we welcome our 1010 member, Taylor Dahl, who's got to be absolutely on cloud nine, as they, the Bears fleeced uh, the Panthers yesterday. They got two number ones, two number twos, and D.J. Moore for the number one overall pick. Uh, and they made Jalen Carter with the stuff that's going on with him once he was their target. Hell, that may get him at number nine anyway, right? So, so my question is, what quarterback do you think the Panthers are targeting now at number one? Is it AR-15, Anthony Richardson? Is it uh, C.J. Stroud, or is it the midget little guy, Bryce Young? Which of those three guys are they targeting? As we welcome 
Taylor Dahl into the program, who had me absolutely beside herself with excitement. Guys, I was so pumped. So pumped. And you should be. I mean, you should be. Look, I, I know two Bears fans. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew. I knew two. You and my buddy Mike, who's a huge Bears fan. And I haven't talked to him yet, but I'm sure he's stoked as well. Yeah, so I'm going to talk to him later on. So, to your thoughts, I mean, look, the, the Taylor, a month ago, mm-hmm. three weeks ago, the talk was, man, uh, the Bears might, uh, they might trade Justin Fields and take a quarterback with number one overall. No, 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 no. How no. stupid would that be? No, no. That's just, <laughs> that's, that's lunacy, Taylor. I mean, look, you've got a dude that was playing the position fairly well last year with a bunch of, like, you know, guys out playing receiver. You know, you, yeah. You, yeah, that's, that's all you had. And now all of a sudden, I mean, you've got the true dual threat quarterback, now wide receiver one, all these picks. And, oh, by the way, Taylor, you're still more – you still have more than $75 million of cap room after adding the $20 million DJ Moore cap hit for next year. Yeah, I mean, Ron, the world of difference that the Bears are in at this point last right now than they were last year is amazing because last year we went into free agency losing over 60% of our players. We had $25 million, no first-round draft pick. We only had five total draft picks. People were obviously questioning Justin Fields a little bit still at that point. Um, I guess some people still are with throwing out trading him to get Bryce Young, which I thought was absurd to begin. But now, like you you just mentioned all of these things, $75 million. We have 10 draft picks. We have five draft picks in the top 103. And thanks to the Panthers, now we have DJ Moore. And so you can focus maybe a little less on some uh, on that wide receiver that maybe they would have had to go a little harder to get. Um, it's, it's, re- it's, it's a crazy offseason for the Bears because I, I believe in Justin Fields. I truly do. And I think that last season, like you said, along with barely having a wide receiver core whatsoever and the one guy that he really clicked with, Darnell Mooney, got hurt halfway through the season. So we also lost him. But one thing, obviously, most people know he got sacked 55 times. And a large part of that is they didn't have the offensive line weapons anyways. But in addition to that, we had nine or ten different offensive line formations because so many injuries kept happening to that line. So as soon as maybe something started to click and they were getting a little comfortable, someone was getting hurt and they were bringing in third and fourth straight offensive line and Justin was running for his life for a lot of the season last year. So it, it's it, yesterday was so exciting for me. And it was funny because earlier in the day, I started hearing rumors and, you know, in the little in the Bears world, because I also do a Bears podcast for SB Nation. And all of us, there, there was chatter saying Carolina is coming hard for this and it, it might happen in the next day. And two hours later, I get boom. the notification yeah, yeah, on there Twitter. Is, boom. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, thank you, Panthers, because it's the <laughs> perfect. Right. Thank you, Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> thank like, you so much. It obviously it shifts, and I'm glad it happened now. It gives the Bears now time, free agency next week, so they can maybe go get some of the guys. I, I'm looking at Draymond Jones, uh, Mike McGlinchey, some, a couple signings like that I think will help majorly. And then you go into the draft, and you're still getting top ten talent at number nine. Sure. Yep. It just depends which direction they want to go with that, obviously. Well, you know, Taylor, and also it, it, you can sort of – there's a parallel here uh, you can draw between the Bears and the Jags, right? They both have mm-hmm. – Young signal, signal callers. Now, obviously, I'd rather have Trevor than Justin. But, look, Justin Fields, nice young quarterback, right? But what both uh, didn't have early on in their careers is a, a number one guy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now Justin Fields has that. Uh, and really last year, look, um, and, and so now you, to, what happens with D.J. Moore acquiring him as your wide receiver one, now it makes 
you know, the, the Darnell Moonies and then the Chase Claypools of the world, and they're, say, the two and three roles, which mm-hmm. makes everyone better, right? So now you have a legit one, two, and three. Like in Jacksonville, if Calvin Ridley is what he was, uh, then now all of a sudden, because, look, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram all had career years last year. And, and look, it's, it's not, it's, it's not uh, you know, it's just a coincidence, right? It, it's it's yeah. because of the quarterback and the, and the, and the play caller and, and, you know, and uh, Doug Peterson. But now you put Ridley into that mix. Now he has a true number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So this offseason, when there's in, free, in the free agent class, not much there at receiver position. The draft, not much there. So what the Jags and the Bears both did, they acquired you know, legit wide receiver ones via trade, which both slam dunks. I mean, both, but they're both slam dunks, home runs, whatever. I mean, they both knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. So you should, be, you, you should be stoked. Oh, I am. I mean, you know, I mean, these, you know, typically you 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 might not want to come in on a Saturday and have to do on Sunday and do players updates. Hell, I'll do it. I mean, I I mean, I'm you're 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 walking in the clouds right now, Taylor. Right? You are. (laughs) You're you're in the clouds. I am. I, I tweeted yesterday, and I was like, if you guys just see me skipping through Sawgrass today, it's you, you know why. You know, I why. get it. Sure, <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know? Taylor, you're the Bears with that ninth pick. What position do you want them to draft? So I've been going back and forth with it a lot, honestly. There's a, the offensive line is just such a major position, tar, like a target position for them because it, it something has to change on there. So the one name, obviously, Peter Skronsky, the Northwestern alignment, is a guy that a lot of Bears fans are kind of looking at. Um, I personally, I love Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. We also had the least pressures and the least sacks in the league last year so that we need to fix both sides of the trenches. Um, so I'm looking at, like, Miles Murphy, Lucas Van Ness, Peter Skaronsky, a lot of people, even with the signing of um, DJ Moore, they're still wanting to possibly get Jackson Smith and Jigba just because that's that familiar face with Justin. And to have another playmaker, if you can score even more points, that's great. Um, well, other- the better, that's right. <laughs> yeah, more points, the better, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because, obvi- but to me, I, I personally kind of want to address the defense at that. So I'm looking maybe at like Tyree Wilson, Lucas Van Ness, someone like that to just up that defensive line because it was so bad last year. But you, you might get lucky, Taylor. I mean, look, again, as I said early on, um, that, uh, you know, Jalen Carter was, yeah, obviously was going to go projected, maybe mm-hmm. number one overall to you guys. Now with the, the off-the-field stuff ongoing, he's, he's, he might slip on some boards. He may fall into your lap. I mean, yeah, yeah so, so if I'm the Bears, huge. I absolutely address the trenches uh, in the draft on both yeah. sides. Which and, and honestly, that is a good point because obviously with all of the off-field stuff and – who knows what's going on, what's going to happen with that the next month. But in addition to that, depending what happens with the quarterbacks, because before it was kind of Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, but and Will Levis kind of hanging there. But now Anthony Richards is getting thrown into the mix. So depending how many quarterbacks go in that top, I think all of them are going to go in the top ten, but how many go in that top five or so, I it could be a possibility. If the Bears end up, if Ryan Poles ends up getting Jalen Carter at nine, <laughs> that would just be fantastic. Then what will you do, Taylor? I mean, what, what, what would you do for an encore? You know, you're, you're skipping, you're skipping at Sawgrass, you're skipping, you know, at the players. What's next if you get Jalen Carter at number nine? You know, Man. I know, I have no idea how I would react yeah. to that one because I haven't had an off season like that, and I can't even remember. 
<laughs> I know, right? I mean, because it's the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. exactly. I think the last time I was that excited about a draft was, I guess, Justin, I can say that I was excited when we traded up for Justin. But aside from that, Roquan Smith was the one before that that I was like, yes, like finally we got somebody that I really want. Yeah. So before we let you go, Taylor, because we're going to let you go, and then we're going to hear from you again when you do the next update. But Mm -hmm. um, so tell me, now, look, uh, spring training's ongoing. Mm -hmm. You're a huge Cubs fan. Yes. How do you feel about your Cubs? I think I'm going to make it. See, Rob actually inspired me here. He did. Rob, Rob he did. He said, man, you know, because I've gone to Atlanta a lot and watched the Braves play. I've mm-hmm. gone to Tampa and watched them play. But I've never gone anywhere else and watched the Braves play. Ever. ever. Well, I, Miami. Miami, Tampa, obviously in Atlanta a few times. and and uh, But I'm like, man, you know what? I want to take a road trip with my, you know, with my sons. Uh, somewhere else to go watch the Braves play. And and, and Rob was talking, he's going to, what, Fenway, Rob? Right, you went Fenway? Is that yeah, correct? I'm going to Boston at the end of July. It just so happens the Braves are up there for a two-game series. Nice. Yeah. So so he's doing, I'm like, damn, I, I want to go somewhere. And uh, and then I had another friend of mine call me. He's a big, he's a Dodgers fan. And he said, I'm going to, uh, I'm going up to watch the Dodgers and Cubs play at Wrigley. I'm like, man, that's, that's where cool. I want to go. That's awesome. That's where <laughs> I want to go. So, yeah, I'm going to make the trip when the Braves play the Cubs this year. So your thoughts on the Cubs real quick, and then we'll let you uh, do your players update as well. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about the Cubs this year. They made a ton uh, – Dansby Swanson, I know that's uh, yeah, the, yeah. the mm-hmm. <laughs> bad mm-hmm. part for you, but yeah. I was super excited who? about Dansby. Dansby who? Who? <laughs> A little bit of a core they already had with uh, Nico Horner, Ian Happ, guys like that, uh, Patrick Wisdom, Seiya Suzuki. He's starting the season hurt, so interested to see how that goes. But they added Hosmer, they added Bellinger, they added um, a couple pitchers in this, plus Dansby Swanson. So I I think the one thing the Cubs don't have is a major power hitter, but they have a lot of guys who can get on base consistently. Uh, So I see at least being able to do that, which and especially last year cannot happen whatsoever. I I really if the if the pitching can hold out like they were late last season, I think the Cubs can be pretty competitive. The problem is the Cardinals are scary. So with that, that Look, we just talked all things Chicago. Maybe the only time we do that for the in the year. With Taylor <laughs> Dahl, you can, you can hear the Helmets and Heels every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. So we're, we're going we're to break here, and Taylor's going to take it away with a player's update. If you've got the time... We've got the sports talk. Who is this? It's me, pal. 1010XL, Jacksonville Sports Radio. The Players' Championship. Now, here's a 1010XL Southeast Orthopedic Specialist leaderboard update. I'm Taylor Dahl with your Players' Championship update. This update is brought to you by Tacos on 12 by Taco Lou and Mr. Sparky of the First Coast. The cut set at two over heading into the weekend. And now a look at the top of the leaderboard. Adam Svensson, sole leader at nine under, while Scotty Scheffler sits two strokes back at seven under par. Rookie Ben Griffin finished his day T2 at six under. Those three tee off at 12.42. Christian Zeta Note, Min Wooley, and Colin Morinkawa all finished six under. Under par, they tee off together at 12:31. Round three underway. Cam Young starting hot, nearly aces the par four 12. He has three birdies in the first five holes, sits four under. Tune in all afternoon for your players' championship updates right here on 1010XL. Cook 
Falcon with Prisco. These things are wonderful. You're going to love it. Have a rolling. Oh. <laughs> Catch CBS Sports senior NFL writer Pete Prisco every Friday afternoon on The Frangie Show. Brought to you by Showtime Sports. What do you got? What do you, what are you thinking? On 1010XL. I'm listening, Hi, this Linda. This is Dave Barker. Multi-unit hair grafting is now available at IHRS and can give you three <laughs> times more hair in one procedure over a traditional hair transplant. Multi-unit hair grafting gave me more hair in one procedure and within my budget. You can grow your hair back with this exclusive new procedure. Call for a free evaluation. Call IHRS, 904-777-IHRS, 777-IHRS, 777-4477. When you've got a job to do, you need the right tools. United Rentals has what you need. Power no, no, tools, no, no, earth no, no, movement, Find them at United. I think it's Cleo Light Herbert. towers, compaction, aerial lift. Find them at United. Pressure washers, pumps, and HVAC equipment. Find it all at your one-stop construction shop. United Rentals. Rent or buy equipment and supplies. And ask about 0% financing when you buy used equipment. Get the job done with United Rentals on Phillips Highway near University. Ready for some baseball? It's almost time for your Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Opening day is April 5th, and one-to-one financial credit union yeah. has the deal. One week only, March 13th to the 18th. Stop by any one-to-one hey, financial hey, hey, branch what and if, the Hey, what if the Bears buy one, get one. Uh, That's 20 game vouchers uh, throw for just $195. This, this, no they're number 61 overall pick this year and go trade it for, uh, I don't know, uh, Derrick Henry. March 13th to the 18th. Get your BOGO and support the home team. Thirsty Thursday has never been better. Federally insured by NCUA. Wait, well, yeah, but he's he started every day on back. Is it really he, cooler he, with he's, he's sort of a, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, Bueler, we really he's a change, change of pace type awesome back. Because they got single, treat our Singletary like and old. Herbert. In return, but we asked them to treat our customers go, that same way. Uh, Derek Henry, our simple Herbert. recipe for outstanding customer service. Yeah. I'm Jason Bueller. If you want to experience the Stay Cooler with Bueller level of service, give us a call today or visit BuellerAir.com. Bueller Air, stay cooler with Bueller. The Players is coming. Get live Southeast Orthopedic Specialist Leaderboard Updates. Play oh, yeah. is the biggest yeah. tour that we can win. Brought to you by Dr. Mitchell Yass and the Yass Method for Pain-Free Movement. And First Coast Hunted <laughs> <laughs> on 1010XL. Ahead, we build platforms for digital oh, business. I love it. We I can't wait until we're going to talk about that when we come back. That's perfect. We're going to together advances in cloud infrastructure, intelligence, yeah, and modern We're going to expound on the, on the bears and, and what they might do with all the money and the picks they have and then talk nice AR. Oh, yeah, we're just a good cloud, Integrated security, scaled DevOps, intelligent you operations, and relentless you automation. Need help with digital transformation? Ahead. Learn, yep. grow, achieve. Hey, it's okay. Matt Hayes, and I said yes to YAS, Dr. Mitchell YAS and the YAS Method. Now I know, you've probably tried medications, treatments, injections, even surgery. Maybe the reason you're still in pain it's because they're yeah, treating the wrong that's thing yep. and not addressing the root causes. Well, I know from personal experience, this does happen. But I found the best-kept secret in pain elimination, Dr. Yass and the Yass Method. Call them today, 904-906-YASS, and say yes to Yass. Come to Bowden Eye for all your eye care needs. Hicken here, did you know that dry eye disease affects up to 60 million Americans? Dry eye disease is known to progress. Dry eye disease is one of the most common but least diagnosed eye conditions doctors see in their patients. Many of us who have dry eye may not even feel it. At Bowden Eye & Associates, visit today for your personal consultation. Keeping the first codes focused. 
Bout Nine Associates. New location now open of County Road 210 in St. Johns County. You know the songs, so sing along to your Chicago favorites. Waiting for the break Flawless performances and spectacular attention to every detail of the Chicago songbook. Does anybody really know what time it is? Brass Transit, Thursday, March 23rd at Thrasher Horn Center. Get your tickets at thcenter.org. This 1010XL 92.5 FM hour is powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3. That's 1-800-747-3733. Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton and Company. Company from Dick's Wings the north side. Come by and hang out with us. Uh, we have Chris uh, on the work in the floor. We've got Pan behind the bar, mixing them up. So if you come hang out with us, or call us, text us, 641-1010. Hit us in Twitterverse as well. Our poll questions today are these. Um, well, Ron, I think everybody just got a sneak preview of what we were talking about. They did. They did. <laughs> I mean, you, you might have you might have kept us all on the air. You know, well, okay. I got too excited. Too right, excited. It's okay. Great it's show. Okay. I mean, it's all right. People have people know exactly what we're going to talk about during this segment. Let's go, sure. Hmm? Yeah, but uh, no poll questions. Poll questions to get of these. Um, Please don't fire me. No, yeah. Well, if I fire you, who do I got? Chuck. I mean, Chuck can produce. I mean, Chuck, where you at? And I can't produce either. I'm not smart enough to do that. So no, we, we're not fired. We'll keep you around at least for two more weeks, maybe. But uh, thanks, uh, man. You know, I just, I'm, I'm just that's just me. I'm such such a nice guy. But poll questions to get are these. Um, uh, with uh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson being tagged by the uh, the Ravens, which would uh, that means if you were to sign Lamar, uh, cost you two number ones. Um, but then also, uh, the Jets have been linked to uh, Aaron Rodgers. It looks like they're bidding against themselves, and the supposed asking price also two number ones. So with that said, if you're the Jets, uh, which of the two would you rather have for two first-round draft picks? The other, um, in lieu of the, the trade yesterday of the uh, the Panthers acquiring the number one overall pick uh, from the Bears who fleeced the Panthers, two number ones, two number twos, and D.J. Moore, uh, what quarterback do you think the Panthers are targeting with the number one overall pick? C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, who's like Chuck Elliott size, um, and um, or Anthony Richardson, who's like a freak of nature from an athleticism standpoint. So who do you think they are targeting? As we welcome in Chuck Elliott. Chuck, what's going on, man? Yeah, I'm curious about that trade yesterday. I'm thinking... Are they going to take Richardson? I guess I think that's what they'll do, right? I mean, what's the excitement? There's no excitement for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Well, uh, I, I would say that. Uh, well, I mean, this is what I would say when you look at those three quarterbacks, uh, and I left Will Levis out because there's I can't imagine in a million years that he would be the target at number one. Oh. Yeah, I think that he would he would have fallen to them possibly at number nine. So they had to in order to get. One of the guys that they were they desired, they'd have to move up, which they did. And they gave up a lot 
to move up, of course. Um, yeah, Chris Trapasso from uh, CBS with the mock draft has uh, has Anthony Richardson going number one. Now, what's, yeah. what's wild yeah. about this is, is he's mm-hmm. making a couple of uh, crazy claims here. Aaron Rodgers traded to the New York Jets. Yeah. Lamar Jackson traded to the Atlanta Falcons. Jimmy G signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. And Ryan Tannehill signs with the Baltimore Ravens. So a lot of moving parts there. A lot of moving parts. And you know what? And, and um, none of that is like outlandish. It really isn't. I mean, those are all those are all plausible. I think. Um, yeah. So, if, uh, discussing this a bit, I would say when when I talk when you when I think about these three quarterbacks, I would say Bryce Young is the one that, uh, as far as you a plug and play guy. He's the most ready NFL ready guy. You could plug him, plug him in. He'd go play. Uh, very smart. I mean, uh, you know, he's he's sort of a he's a to me like a poor man's version of Kyler Murray. Escape and be small, small in stature, but but Murray's thick kid. Bryce Young is not. He's a skinny dude. You know, five. What do you what do you think? Five. Was it five ten or five eleven? What did he, what did he measure in at the combine? Five ten, five eleven, I think. He's under six know. feet, but uh, but you know he's small dude, got an average arm. So that's what I would again plug and play. He's the most NFL ready guy, but from an upside standpoint, I'd be scared to death to take him. Uh, C.J. Stroud, I think uh, long term. I like him. I mean, you just watching what he did against Georgia in the, the college football playoff semifinal game. I mean, that, that that was very very impressive. Uh, you know, without without losing receivers, you know, he lost uh, uh, Harrison Jr. Right, lost lost, uh, uh, lost him. And look, kudos to Ryan Day for that. As I circle back around there, so Ryan Day, you know, Harrison goes out. It's concussed. He wanted to go back in, and they kind of wrote, they kind of throw him back out there, and they went, "Okay, I guess it's okay." But no, you know what? They held him out, and I really believe had he played the rest of that game, Ohio State would have beat Georgia. But Ryan Day, you know what? He looked out for the player, the kid, before his team, which I thought that was that was great. I mean, you know, and and look and moving forward. When when Ryan Day is in uh, houses of moms and dads and kids, and he said, "Look, man, I got your your your, your son's interest uh, first. and you know what? He's got cred right there, right? I mean, he, that's what he does. So he did. So uh, I think the C.J. Stroud of all of them, um, long term, if I was okay, which guy? Uh, if I had to pick one of the three. Well, I'm most certain that we'll have a long NFL career at the quarterback position. It's C.J. Stroud. But uh, but then when I look at Anthony Richardson, I mean, he truly is. It's it's boom or bust at the QB position. But he would not be a bust at all in the NFL because it's six four two forty runs a four four forty. If he doesn't make it as an every down signal caller, he will absolutely. Uh, you know whether it's tight end, if it's a wide receiver, if he's if it's the uh, the Taysom Hill role, would she be better than Taysom Hill at that? Um, 
So he, he's, he, he's got a long career, a career ahead of him in the National Football League. But boy, oh boy, uh, look, I mean, it, it is boom or bust at that position uh, with him. Uh, so, yeah, so there you have it. And, Robbie, you, you, you're rolling your eyes. I can see it. You're rolling your eyes right now because you don't, you don't see what anyone sees in Anthony Richardson. I get it. I see it. I see it. I mean, roll the dice. My my eyeballs have fallen out of my head at this point. But I see it. I, I yeah. see it. But I just think it's a heck of a gamble. And real quick, circling back, Bryce Young measured in at the combine. Uh, it looks like he is five ten and one eighth inches. If you're wondering what one eighth looks like, point one two five. Very important, clearly, to the combine. You know. <laughs> And look, that eighth of an inch doesn't matter, and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll jo- jokingly say I this. I was being so, facetious, yes. Yeah, so it's crazy. When I my senior year in high school, uh, when I was, you know, when uh, we they measured us playing baseball and stuff, I was five eleven. Okay, five eleven. Right. Well, my most recent physical at work. Uh, we have like a well, you know, wellness check or whatever. They come in, they prick your finger, take your blood, check your cholesterol, tell you, tell you that you're going to die in a year because I mean, you, you know, no one's healthy, right? So, but I measured in my height, Rob. Yep, five nine and a quarter. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I've shrunk almost two inches in 32 years. Congratulations, Ron. You made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now. You know, both my sons are like, they, they put their arms on my shoulder. Hey, Dad, how's the airspace down there, Dad? Okay, that thanks. It's great. It's great down here. Love it. But, uh, but yeah, so with AR, how about this Bryce Young at the combine? He weighed in like 204 pounds. That dude must have drank like six gallons of water the day before and had rolls of quarters in his pockets. When he weighed in, because he's the he's the skinniest, smallest, five ten, two hundred four pound person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that, those those numbers don't uh, they don't correlate at all. They don't they don't they don't add up. So your thoughts, Chuck Elliott? Yeah, now Richardson wasn't he? Is there a what's the official stat called like catchable balls? Wasn't he like one hundred nineteen out of one hundred twenty six Division one quarterbacks? It was it was not good. It was not okay. Good that so day. guess what? What they always saying in a, in college, you have to throw to like a quarter. In the NFL, you got to throw to like a dime. So yep. why was there? Why would anyone think that's going to get better? Well, going to get worse. Well, you know what? No, that's that's it's not going to get worse. Um, here's the thing, man. Well, if you got to throw to a dime, it's going to get well, worse. And I, and I, well, he, and I was, the Panthers well, don't have any more receivers left. They just traded yeah, away DJ Moore. They got Terrence Marshall Jr. Shai Smith, LaVisca Chenault Jr. Does that name ring a bill, fellas? <laughs> yeah. Colorado fame, Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, who was that? Who was that? It was like giving updates you were talking to. She, she's a Bears fan. I would be excited that's, because that's of the Taylor, that's, that's Taylor Dahl, Chuck. Okay. That's Taylor Dahl. I she was all yeah. Chicago all the time, so... But if I was her, I'd be excited for the haul they got, but I wouldn't be excited for Fields. I don't think Fields long term is any good. See, I, I disagree with you, Chuck. So your hope I, is you got all those draft picks, you suck again this year, no, and then you go out and well, get a good quarterback next year. No, but see, why do you say that about Justin Fields? My, just, just a question. What, 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 no, what leads you to believe? I thought the Bears maybe should have 
traded him and taken another quarterback this year. Number Why would you do that? That's, that's that's ridiculous, in my opinion. That's ridiculous. Because well, okay, so okay, so do you think Justin Fields is going to win a Super Bowl with the Bears? Do you think he's capable of taking the Super Bowl? He is. Yes, he's yes. capable. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Please. Yes. That's They're building this team right before our eyes, just like the Jags did, like you were saying, Ryan. Okay, let me put a feed that way. All right, go ahead. You want Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Let me let how let me think, think about that. That's, now that's, that's why he went number one. That's stupid. That's stupid. It's not stupid. Look, if Justin Fields were any good, oh my god, everyone would say Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields. So it's a dumb question. I mean, it, I know it was, it was it was it was it was asking jest. I get it. It was I get it. But that, that, so you're telling me that only one quarterback, only one good quarterback comes out of every draft? Is that what you're telling me? Because just because the Jacks took Lawrence, okay, does that mean that every other quarterback drafted around one of that draft is going to be no good? No, right? So they can both be good, Chuck. It doesn't mean. Just because you really have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, the Justin Fields can't be good. Look, the Bears led the NFL in rushing last year, and it was because of the, the running threat and the ability and what he did on the field to Justin Fields. And the dude had no receivers, Chuck. His best receiver, Donald Mooney, got hurt. He had no one to throw the ball to. He had no offensive line. Taylor said he was sacked 55 times last year, and he wasn't – a running quarterback, Chuck, in college. He threw dimes in college. He outdueled and beat Trevor Lawrence in a college football playoff game. Yeah, and now the Bears essentially got DJ Moore. They're going to have Darnell Mooney back, her two of the fastest receivers in the NFL, and then yes. you essentially have the fastest quarterback in the NFL aside maybe like Lamar Jackson. I mean, this team's going to be super quick. Khalil Herbert, a name not to forget next year. Could you imagine this? What if... They take that number 61 overall pick they acquired yesterday in the fleecing of the Carolina Panthers. And they say, ah, you know what? There's this number 22 guy in Tennessee on a trading block. I'll, I'll give you my, our number two for him. And now all of a sudden you have Derrick Henry uh, to go along with Khalil Herbert. How good would, how dangerous would, would that be? That'd be insane. To go along with everything. Else? Oh, my gosh, it would. Okay, let me. Let me for, okay. I, I I have to keep saying. Let me present this another way. Okay, it's like Justin Fields. Okay, hey, 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 it's a third Lord. way. It's a third way. Two Ronnie, years let's ago, go, Chucky. Okay, two years ago, if Jacksonville would have not had number one pick, it'd have been like, well, we really want to lower us, but hey, we got Justin Fields. That's still good. No, you were like two years ago. Thank God we don't have to take Justin Fields. We get Trevor Lawrence. So no, Justin Fields is no good. Who said that? But I'll say that. Well, then you're I dumb. I mean, there was talks this year. They should then trade you're him. Dumb. I'm not dumb. Then, then okay, dumb. would you want it? Would what you have been okay, just Chuck? downtrodden if they had to take If they were getting stuff with Justin Fields? Hey, so let me ask you a question, Chuck. So what, okay, what astute knowledge do you have? What kind of research have you done that has led you to believe that Justin Fields is trash, he's garbage, he's no good? I just want to hear it. What, what's he what's he done on the field that's led you to and believe you that he's no good? What do you want to say? You want to say the eye test, right? Right, the eye test. Well, how much Bears football did you watch last year, Chuck? Not much. No, exactly. So you're 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 speaking out of your. I'm not speaking. Okay, so guys who supposedly here. knows the things, the NFL scouts are going to take Richard number one. So don't tell me about the expertise. 
of NFL scouts. <laughs> it's great. I love it, fired up Chuck. But if, Chuck okay, keep so going, Chuck. If, Wind him up and let him flip, go. Okay, so if we had a team and we flipped a coin mm-hmm. and we said, mm-hmm. okay, you own team A, I own team B. We're going to flip a coin. Yeah. Whoever calls it right yeah. gets a choice between Burrow mm-hmm. or Allen. So if you win the toss and you take, <laughs> let's say you take Burrow, I'm going to be like, okay, well, Burrow's good, but I have at least I have Allen, you know. That's not mm-hmm. bad. Or vice yeah, versa. Sure. Between sure. Lawrence and Fields, it'd be like, oh, my God, I got Justin Fields. That's terrible. Here's a name I totally <laughs> forgot to bring up for for the Good Bears Lord. really quick. Sorry, to, oh, sorry, 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 sorry to break you off here real quick. Cole Komet, the tight end for the tight Bears, end, yeah. the mm-hmm. fourth oh, yeah, highest in His touchdowns. Last name looks like a radio station, KMET. Right? KMET. <laughs> uh, seriously, last year Cole Komet, fourth highest touchdown total in all of the NFL. Who was throwing those passes to Cole Komet? Last year. That's correct. So let and, me ask you a question, and now, Chuck. And, and now I they got get a question DJ for you, Chuck. Let me ask you a question, Chuck. Happen. Long term, yeah. who would you, who would you rather have, uh, Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields? How about that? I think I think Jackson. That's a good question. I'm not that? saying Jackson is the greatest in the world, but I'm just saying I think I think I would take Jackson. Aren't they both kind I, of the I, same guy? I'm taking Justin Fields. He's a better passer. Justin Fields is a better thrower. Lamar Jackson. We've seen the best we'll ever see of Lamar Jackson. He's 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 plateaued. If anything, he's going to regress because well, his body's taking he's it's taking a beating. It's, it's funny you say that because I don't know what what talking heads on ESPN like. Well, look, Jackson, he's coming into his prime now. You know that that's the comments. He's he's coming into his prime. He's what twenty five, and you're saying we've we've already seen the best of uh, we've already seen the best of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, yeah, I don't think. He In all get... fairness, Lamar Jackson really didn't have the receivers last year either. He he that needs to get out he of Baltimore. Had Mark he has Andrews. to get out of Baltimore. He had Mark Andrews. He, he you know tied in. He had Hollywood Brown. They got traded to the Cardinals, and he was like really uh, like a number two. So you're right. He he never had. He's never had a legit number one. I'd like to see what Lamar Jackson could do with a number one wide receiver. But what I will remember say what is happened last year during Selection Sunday. I'm hoping tomorrow during Selection Sunday Brady announces he's going to the Dolphins. That would yeah, that I'm would I'm make sure. You, I'm, I'm sure. Oh you my do. gosh, I'm sure you do. Right so I, I, yeah, and I'm so I'm so tired of hearing about Tom Brady. Please. I wish he'd just go away. But um, it's like a soap opera. Back. A never a, a never ending soap opera with one uh, with one Tom Brady. But um, uh, see, here, here's why, Chuck, that I think, and I've said this about Lamar Jackson, he, he's a flicker. He doesn't use his body at all uh, to throw the football. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have everything lined up properly. He throws kind of sidearm, and it kind of, and the ball kind of tails on him some. So, and he hasn't done anything to fix that. Uh, instead of being his own agent, he should have someone... Be, he should hire an agent, and then work on his throwing mechanics, and maybe just maybe he be, he could become a better quarterback. All right, so we're going to have a break. We've got uh, Taylor Dahl is going to chime in here in a few moments with a players update. We'll be back with more sports talk for you from Dick's Wings on the North Side on Ten Ten XL. Compton and Company on Ten Ten XL. And welcome back to Confident Company, company from Dick's Wings on the north side, 641-1010, 641-1010. Come hang out with us. Uh, we have tw- Twitter questions. We'll have Rob revisit here in a few moments and uh, give folks the results. Also, until people remind people, look, uh, Wednesday's here at, uh, at Dick's Wings. 
It's flip night. Come hang up between 7 and 9 o'clock, sit at the bar, order a drink, guess heads or tails. If you're right, the drink's free. For two hours, not one drink, two drinks, the entire two hours of drinking, if you are correct, the drink is absolutely free. You can hear live music uh, on a lot of Friday and Saturday nights here, a lot of cool things happening right here at Dick's Wings on the north side. Rob, go ahead and tell folks again our, our poll questions and where we stand thus far. Yeah, uh, since we were just talking about here about the Panthers not too long ago, we're looking at who should the Panthers select with the number one pick, a whopping 50.6% C.J. Stroud. Second, wow. your boy, Anthony Richardson, 27.8, and then 21.5, the tiny Bryce Young. And can I say that before you go to the second one, real quick, so... um. Feeling sorry for isn't, like, the right way to put it. But I sort of feel bad for Anthony Richardson because think about uh, the, the haters. It, well, I know. It's okay. So you have, uh, obviously, Gator haters. There's like, man, he's terrible. Why, why in the world would anyone, t- you know, spend a first or second they pick? Second, okay, a first or second they pick, much less a first-round pick? Are you kidding me? And then you have Gator fans that didn't like him because he didn't win there, right? But look, but when you when you look a little dig a little deeper, you see that look. Yeah, they were six and seven, or, or I should say six and six with him in the bowl game, right? Put them at six and seven. But uh, but I would say that when you look at the LSU game, the FSU game, the Tennessee game. It certainly wasn't his fault and the offense's fault that they lost his football game. And you can see the Vanderbilt game, right? I mean, look, in all those games, he put up the offense put up a lot of points, and the defense let them down. And then you you, you know we transitioned to the bowl game, and due to the fact that he wasn't that the running threat wasn't there, that 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 back that you know that backside defensive end didn't have to spy on the quarterback, all those running lanes and all those yards that, uh, that uh, you know, the Gators you know, had during the regular season, they weren't there. And why weren't they there? Because Anthony Richardson wasn't the signal caller. So, uh, so again, I don't feel sorry for him. Because he's about to become, you know, a multimillionaire. He's going to be drafted, you know, in the top ten, right? Uh, but still, he... he would you agree, though? I mean, Rob, I know you're the, the AR-15 hater here, and that's okay. But it, it is, when you think about it, it's like, man, really? The, 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 all the hate on the guy from not only opposing fan bases, but the Gators fan base as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, number one, I just, I think I'd go C.J. Stroud all day. I just like the pedigree way more. I think Anthony Richardson, again, I just... A little more of a question mark, especially at one. But I mean, they've been Carolina's been linked to him the whole time, like you were saying. Uh, he came out and said he's the next Cam Newton. So uh, you get taken number one. Let's uh, let's see it. Yeah. Well, well, check your thoughts on on AR. I just don't think he's going to be that good and going to be average. And I think you just. It kind of reminds me when you're talking about him going to tight end or something. It reminds me of the Tebow thing. Well, Tebow's not a good quarterback. We'll just make him a tight end. He'll be an all totally different. Tight end. Don't worry. About to- it. Totally different. Totally different. Okay, but I just think it's hard to switch position. It just you make the assumption he's going to be fine if he's not a good quarterback. Well, that, well this is what I would say. Well, okay. 
Well, when Tim Tebow tried. They're not thinking that when they draft you, by the way. Well, Chuck, Chuck, hold, hold on. Here, here's the difference. It's apples and oranges when you talk about, like, with uh, when you talk, talk about Tebow and Richardson. Tebow was three years or four or five, whatever years removed from playing the National Football League. He's 32 years old. Huge difference. When he first Huge difference. Got, when he was, I think when he was first drafted, it's like, well, if he's not a good quarterback, he could be a tight end. Well, you know, but he didn't. He didn't attempt to play tight end early on. In fact, look, Sean Payton offered Tim Tebow the Taysom Hill role before they had Taysom Hill, and he said, "No, I want to play quarterback." He said, "No, I don't want to do that." So he he had opportunities early on. He refused to do that because he said, "I'm I'm a quarterback." You know, his pride got in the way, his ego got in the way of, of uh, just being instead of being a football player, he wanted to be a quarterback. And it, you know what? Didn't work out. But with but with Richardson, look, the, typically the guys with the best hands on a football team is what? The quarterback, right? Always playing catch, always throwing football. So he obviously has soft hands he can catch. Um, and from a physicality standpoint, the dude is is as athletic as you could possibly imagine. There's, you know, there's, you know, footage of him winning slam dunk contest going up. I mean, he look if he won the NBA slam dunk contest. He 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 he'd be perfectly fine. He he you know he would. I mean he's he's just a freak of an athlete, and I hope like hell that he becomes a great NFL quarterback. Now, he, when you I say do. freak of an athlete, you're saying among all elite athletes today, he's a freak of, of NFL athletes. Yes, but you're putting that upper echelon. Yes, I mean, the freak of an athlete means he's a step above almost everyone. He, yes. Free. When you when you're six four, Chuck, six four, two hundred forty five pounds, and you run a four four forty, he had the best. From just from a sheer number standpoint, the best combine of any player in NFL history. The broad jump, the you know the obviously uh, the forty vertical, the vertical, all that stuff. He he was setting all sorts of records. Now that doesn't mean he's going to be a great NFL player. I mean, uh, Mark Mula was the, the workout, the combine warrior that was a bust for the, for the Eagles, right? So I'm not saying that he's, he's going to be great, but from a physicality standpoint, he's absolutely in the upper echelon of, of all athletes. Yes. Yep. When's the, last you know, time you know, a, when's the last time a Gators quarterback got drafted and stayed in the league for more than, I don't know, five, seven years? Ever. Right. Shane Matthews. Shane Matthews. I don't know. Yeah, Shane Matthews probably probably the longest. I had to think about it, but of course, Spurrier was uh, he was in uh, he was in it from '67 through '76. That's but, been it's been a while. Is essentially the point I'm making here. And what's funny is it's he's probably going as far as starting quarterbacks go to get drafted in Florida. He's by far the worst. <laughs> he, 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 you know, I'm talking about quarterbacks that, get Chuck? drafted. Or, what's that? What'd you say, Chuck? He's, I'm saying. He, it's funny because of the four quarterbacks that got drafted high, we'll say, you know, legitimate long right, starting quarterback, he's the worst by far at Florida. I mean, he's not as good as Matthews, Warfel, Tebow, Reeves, Spurrier, but he's a better athlete, but he's probably the worst quarterback of all of them. Well, it's hard, it's hard to judge because, again, uh, and I go back to, and I've said it for months now, you know, it's it's picked up steam 
you know, here lately, but I've said it for, for three or four months that the, the comparison is Josh Allen. And uh, Josh Allen was a 56% completion guy uh, in college, held an athlete. But when, but you, when you look at Josh Allen's last year at Wyoming, uh, and I think it was a it was a thirty year starting as a starting quarterback there, and AR's only season in Gainesville, AR was better. He was overall a better college quarterback, and again playing against far better competition. That doesn't that doesn't mean he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. He's going to be Josh Allen. But look, remember after a year, and look, I'll I always I'll pat myself on the back sometimes, but I'll also call myself out. I remember after his rookie season. I've got a buddy of mine, Norm, huge Bills fan, huge Bills fan. He's, he's, he's such a big Bills fan. He lives in Jacksonville. But he goes to every he, – he has season tickets, and he flies up to Orchard Park and goes to every single Bills home game, everyone. And he takes a couple of road trips to other cities as well. So he'll go to almost every Bills game every single year. Um, but I remember telling him, I said, dude, I said, man, I said, Josh Allen, this dude's like a poor man's Tim Tebow. That's what I called him. That's what I called Josh Allen after his rookie season. He looked horrific. But now he's, you know, top five NFL quarterback. So you just never know, man. I mean, and with Richardson, I'm sure there will be a lot of struggles his rookie season wherever he goes. I'm sure. Again, especially if it's the Panthers because that team's just completely depleted after that trade. Yeah, there's nothing left. So like, what is he up. expected to do in Carolina? Like that, uh, I don't know. I mean, when you think about what the, what the Panthers did, Rob and Chuck is they've yeah, you like you said they've pretty much depleted their their, their team. They gave DJ Moore away. They've now given up you know two ones and two twos, and all that for a rookie quarterback. And that's what it, whoever okay. it is. So let, let's just say Jamarcus Russell. I mean Anthony Richardson. Does get drafted oh, the first pick. Here we go. And, uh, I like it. Apple, <laughs> and with, apples and oranges. And apples with and this oranges. trade, and with this trade, let's just say, let's just say, he ends up being a bust. Carolina's set back how many years? With, with all these draft picks, they're trading away in, in the in this in, in this trade. Uh, the Bears absolutely fleece them. I, I agreed a hundred percent. Yeah, whoever Carolina, yeah, whoever whoever they take, they they. They better hope it hits. If not, they're in a lot of trouble. All right, we'll break here. We'll go to Taylor Dahl with the players up. They will come back with more sports and big swings in the North on 1010 Compton and Company on 1010XL. Well, uh, I guess the, the Jets have answered our poll question, <laughs> right? <laughs> the poll question was, if you had to give up two number ones, uh, would it be? Would you give that up for Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson? Well, apparently they decided on well, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, breaking news! Uh, just waiting. Hey, look, a deal was in place. Uh, all is done, with the exception of one thing: Aaron Rodgers had to sign off on it. The question is, Rodgers, does he have to go in a, in a dark room and figure he might, this out? <laughs> he might. I mean, look, he he might. You know, uh, um, we we talked. You know, the poll question was. Who would, you, who would you rather have, Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers, if the conversation were the same as far as what you're giving up if you were the New York Jets? Well, neither. I mean, look, both are obviously – I mean, one's a Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers, um, but, and the other, uh, heck of an, a hell of an athlete. But he's like – I mean, look, Lamar Jackson, again, I think he's, he's, 
he's plateaued unless he can find a way to become a better passer. And uh, he's been doing this for a long time. It's not like he just started playing the position. That sidearm release, the ball flares. He's kind of a when I say flicker, what I mean by that, it's it's all arm. I don't see any lower body involved at all. And what that does, it, it calls the ball. You know, it's a tail at times when you when you sidearm it. And and uh, yeah, so you've got one quarterback in Aaron Rodgers that you know if he's look if he's engaged engaged if he's all in, well I mean he's a slam dunk. It's money. But who knows? Like you said, Rob, he might be in a dark room trying to decide. He might he's he's on some he's doing shrooms or something. I don't know what he's doing. Uh so can you trust him? And then Lamar Jackson, it's like, well, yeah. Man, he's he's one hit away from from uh, you know, being on the sideline for the rest of the year with his style of play. Um but yeah, so the deal uh, by, by the way, more breaking news. Uh Hall of Fame head coach Bud Grant passed away today at ninety five. Oh no! Check out, yeah, Bud Grant just yeah, breaking news. Bud Grant just passed away, ninety-five years old, and uh, four Super Bowl appearances in the seventies. And you know, they, they, the the Vikings were the Bills before the Bills were the Bills, right? The Vikings lost four in the seventies, and the Bills lost four in the nineties. Yeah, I always thought the Vikings should have played the Bills in the Super Bowl. That'd be very interesting. <laughs> that would be. Somebody has to win. Somebody, somebody has to win. Yeah. Because so you're talking about the, but didn't they already clear this? Probably Rodgers when they announced the trade. I mean, they probably well, already. The, cleared the, well, the trade hasn't been announced. It's done. It's been basically the parameters are in place, but it's now waiting for Aaron Rodgers to sign off on it. it look, who knows, man? The the dude is is he, he's crazy. He, he's bat bleep crazy is what he is, right? He is. That's how just how great Aaron would it Rogers be if he, if he declines the trade? How great would that be? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Because here, I would say this, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I would much rather remain the quarterback of the Packers than become a quarterback of the Jets. Because look, man, uh, in the NFC, it's far easier to navigate your way to the Super Bowl then it's going to be in the AFC when you look at all the quarterbacks. It's all about quarterback play, right? It's the most important position uh, in any sport, the quarterback. And when you look at the young guys, obviously with Mahomes and Allen and Herbert, and obviously our guy here, Trevor, um, Joe Burrow, of course, and I mean we mentioned Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, who knows if last year was a fluke and he rebounds after he sheds that rust. But if he say he does, say, say, say Deshaun Watson becomes what he was prior to last year. Uh, think about all the really big-time quarterbacks and young quarterbacks in the AFC. And then the NFC, you've got, you, you got, you got Jalen Hurts, right? You, you have Jalen Hurts. And you got Dak Prescott. That's all you have, right? I mean, who, who else in the NFC – and, and look, neither of those guys strike fear into me, right? So who else in the in the NFC would you can say, man, he's he's really good. He's really good. Oh, and I forgot Russell Wilson. What if Russell Wilson, when they fired Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson had a sort of a resurgence last year? So what if he bounces back, right? So so think about all the quarterbacks on that side, and the laughter quarterbacks in the NFC. Who else can you can you give me another? What you would consider really good quarterback in the NFC? No. Okay, Derek Carr, he's now a Saint. He's Daniel Jones, no. Right? 
He's getting paid like you. Forty-five million, whatever. He got paid like one. He got paid like one. Yeah. So. Uh, hey, if only the Jets would have selected Justin Fields with that number two pick. Am I right? <laughs> See, there you go. See, I know the Jets have been set for. Apparently, they've been set for the next twenty years. They would be. They, had, they just had Justin. You know, Trevor Lawrence, you know, thank you. Justin Fields. I've, de- you know, I've determined that. So this is what we have here. I've got Rob, not Ralph Macchio, uh, the resident AR hater. Chuck Elliott, the resident. Justin Fields hater. Justin Fields hater. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's correct. I'm sorry. You hate everybody. I forgot. Hey, could you imagine when Chuck's like 75? I mean, when they made that movie Grumpy Old Men, right, they had Chuck in mind. They didn't know it, but they had Chuck in mind. We should well, rename hey, the show to Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> we should. I, I mean, gosh. All right. hey, so, Chuck, you didn't hear my player's story from yesterday, did you? Hey, wait, real quick, guys. How long you, do you think, you, how long you do you think this yesterday. plays out for? Like, that's what? the question. How long do you think it takes Aaron Rodgers to answer? Uh, he'll, I think he'll decide. That scares Monday. me. You think, I think so? Yeah, I do. No, yeah, he I loves do. the attention. I, I, look, I know he's a drama queen. I, I get it. Uh, but uh, I think that he will absolutely make a decision. Hope, well, I mean, I hope he doesn't. I hope he drags this thing out for a while. But over, under one week. Over, under one week. I'll take the under. Oh, under. Over. I'll be done today. I'll, or I'll or take tomorrow. the under. Yeah, I'll take there. the under. Devil's advocate. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Chuck. So, I was at the players yesterday, right? So if I were to ask you, Chuck, I'd say if you think about the Fab Five, who would you say? Fab Five? Michigan, of course. Yeah, Michigan basketball, right? Never, did not win a national championship, though. Did not. Wait uh, for Chris Weber, two? Chris Weber just caught a timeout again. Just caught another one. He did. Uh, and I say if I said Fab Four, well, who would you think of? Well, the Fab Five term came up the you know, Fab Four, the Beatles, yeah, the Beatles. That's correct. That's correct. And you know, do you remember there was a forgotten Beatle? Remember? Yeah. There was a guy that was Pete a drummer Pete, for Ringo. Pete Pete Best. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he was correct. fired right before they became you know big time. That's correct. So so yesterday, Chuck, you know, I met the players, entertaining clients. I ran into a couple of buddies, <laughs> and then I look over. And man, there's four really, really good-looking women that are, like, just kind of hanging out. So I said, heck, man, I've got a couple of drinks in me. Let's go talk. So I struck up a conversation. And I was – and I was, and so I said, you know, uh, who you're here with, whatever. And a couple of them said they were and they were great. So I'm typically pretty good at, at, like, determining if I'm, you know, you know, being BS or not, right? Uh they said they were, you know, they're players' wives. I'm like, okay, no, no, you're not. No, you know. Then, then one of them was was so emphatic, she had me believing that she. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. But they they coined themselves, or they didn't. But someone uh, coined them as the Fab Four. How about that, Chuck? So I met I met another Fab Four yesterday. I didn't meet all of them though, because so Melinda, Evie, Marlene, and Sarah are the Fab Four. But Marlene wasn't there. Uh, there was the, the, the reason I mentioned the fifth Beatle, Peter Best, is uh, Nicole was in place at Marlene yesterday. She was hanging out. Marlene wasn't there. So, so, so were they two, players wise or not? Fab four. Do, do what? Were they players wise or not? No, no, they were not. They were not. Oh, they, okay. were, they were not. They were having a good time though. They were having a great time. But but they they. they 
They're going to Fab Four. So I, I met a Fab Four yesterday, Chuck. Three of the four, I guess I should say. I got to say four. this, Ron. Did you want to hold their hand? I did. I did. Ah, very I good. Did. Uh, you beat I me to the point. Very nicely done. Uh, Rob, not Ralph Macchia. Did you want to? Did you want to hang out with them eight days a week? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag gadget. Hey, wow. Look at this. <laughs> Great drop in, Monty. <laughs> did you have some Lucy in the Sky with diamonds you can give them, i.e., LSD? <laughs> oh, boy, Aaron Rodgers has some of that. There it is. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers has some of that. Going full circle is perfect. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. He does. He does. He does. All right. So, so breaking news: Yahoo Sports reported that uh, there is a deal in place uh, between the Jets and the Packers. So how about you talking about coming full circle here? I, I know he made a stop in between, but so you had. Um, 15 years ago, but has it been 15 years now? It hasn't been 15 years. When was it that? That's about right. That's about far. Is it 15 years? So it's about that's about right. I mean, yeah, so it, man, I, I guess just I mean, like again, years these days are like NASCAR pit stops. Zip, zip, zip. They just go so fast. But uh, 2008, so, 2008, fellas. Mm, yeah, so 15. That's 15. Years. That's right. Damn, I was right. Damn, I was right. 15 years. It's oh, wow. falling right in his right. footsteps. Oof. So, so yeah, so so Aaron Rodgers gets drafted, um, obviously by the Packers when Brett Favre has been still to recall him. Brett Favre, um, to you know, to, to much to his dismay, because he wanted like you know, I don't know, maybe a wide receiver, uh, and they decided to draft his replacement, and he ends up being a Jet after you know a brief stay in Minnesota. Ironically enough, same age, 39 years old, guys. How about that? Weird. And uh, so, so now, same thing, right? So then you fast forward, you know, th- like 12 years later and 13 years later, and the Packers draft Jordan Love when Aaron Rodgers would want some offensive help. And then they both end up being Jets. Favre, now Aaron Rodgers. And like you just said, Rob, both at the tender young ages of 30. Nine. That's older than you, What did this mean? What's that? So, what does this mean as far as the AFC East? Does this change the dynamics as far as the Bills being, you know, ah, the Bills got this wrapped up? Uh, Dolphins are a good team, you know, with good receivers, not so much quarterback. Where do you think this elevates the Jets to? I mean, I want to see it go through first, but, uh, you know, they desperately needed a quarterback. I would would say this. If, uh, if, the trade goes through, and um, and Aaron Rodgers is dialed in. They, it, it, I mean, true, they can win the division. I mean, they, they've got a ready-made team. They got a very good defense. Beat the Bills. They, they, wow. Beat the Bills. They've got they've got very good young offensive playmakers. Uh, they're, they're they're ready-made with exception of one position, and that's quarterback. Uh, I'm not saying they'll they'll win the AFC East. But uh, it will be a fun division to watch next year if he is there. You know, he goes you know toe to toe with uh, with Josh Allen, and who knows? I mean, look, maybe, maybe just maybe Tua gets over the concussions and and he can get back because look, you still have I mean, look, the weapons that Miami has. I mean, that division here looks crazy. So think about this: so the NFC East a couple years ago was the NFC least. Right then, all of a sudden, the Giants got good, Eagles got good, Cowboys good. So three of the four, 
three of the four made the playoffs. The Redskins, oh, I'm sorry, the Commanders, uh, came close. And then the AFC East, the AFC East right now, all of a sudden, same thing, right? So, so if Aaron Rodgers ends up there, Jets, Bills, Dolphins, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. All right, we'll break here. We're going to go to Taylor Dahl with a player's update. We'll come back, talk more about the uh, the trade that was just announced, or the tentative trade that was just announced, and also the Calvin Ridley letter that he wrote uh, as well. That and more from Dick Swings and the Northside on 10 XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. I mean, has it really almost been two hours? Man, what a fast, what a rapidly moving show, boys. Man. And it's not even, and it's not even football season. Great <laughs> right? show. Right? Great it's show. not even football season. My God. Hey, did you make any of the, did you make any of the Northwest Classic this morning? No, I, I did not. My, oh, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. My son woke up sick this morning, uh, throwing up, so he didn't he, he didn't get to play. Oh, but but how about this? Uh, I, I, yeah, Chuck, you did me a solid right there because you know. I, okay, so tell us, everybody's right. You you get on me easy. Say everybody knows we're talking about rains no, and rebound. Play baseball. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Rains and rebound. My son, my son. Uh, uh, he's you know he play, he plays for rebound high school. He's homeschooled, but he plays for rebound. He uh. Uh, he, he, a couple of kids he played with uh, and travel ball, you know, and hey, why don't you, you know, come out and play with us? And and uh, so his his mom lives in you know Jones Road, so it works out where you know he can play reball. So anyway, how about he didn't he didn't play today? Now how about Chuck Elliott? We played First Coast uh, at the baseball grounds on Wednesday. Uh, and my son towed the mound. He started uh, Thursday's game. Uh, went, I'm sorry, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday's game went four innings. Uh, gave up one earned run. Struck out eight. And in fact, the uh, do you know the name Hunter Carnes, Chuck? That's a kid from. Uh, I mean, from First Coast. I can tell you about Dude, this kid is a. a I mean. a he bashes the baseball. He um, going into that game, and I, and I was joking with my son because my son's got a bad, his 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 right hamstring, so his push hamstring is is he's pulled. He's pulled his hamstring, so he can't move very much. Um, so he he was having he was basically throwing off of one leg, right? Um, Wednesday. So he typically, my, my son, he's not a, he's not a flamethrower. He throws about 80 miles an hour, but he was probably throwing 72, 73 miles an hour Wednesday. So I said, look, man, I said, you know, Hunter Carnes, he's already committed to FSU. He's a, he's a 10th grader. Uh, he's, so going into the game, Chuck, he was 9 of 20 with four home runs. Nine, so 9 for 20, four home runs. So I told him, I said, son, I said, look, you've got to give, give him the Barry Bonds treatment. Give him nothing good to hit. Nothing good to hit. So fortunately, uh, he uh, he went, he did go two for three, two singles and a, and a ground out to third base. And then the next day, Hunter Carnes played Paxson in a mid-yard the next day. 
So at least my son was able to keep him, keep the ball inside the park against him. So, uh, but it was cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you asked. So I was not at Northwest Classic, but uh, but I was uh, at the at the baseball grounds on Wednesday watching my cunt, watching my son uh, toe the mound. So it's cool. So thanks for bringing that up, Chuck. So, um, back to uh, the Rogers talk. If you're just tuning in. Uh, it has been announced announced that uh, Aaron Rodgers, as long as he agrees to the trade, uh, it's it's pretty much done. He's he's going to be a Jet. So think about the New York media, right? Aaron Rodgers, hey guys, relax, relax. It's just one game we lost. I don't think that's going to go very well with the New York media. Chuck, what do you think? Yeah, definitely tougher. I look at the Green Bay media, which is really kind of what Milwaukee, kind of like Jacksonville, kind of were laid back, and the, the team can kind of dictate, you know, you can kind of bully the media a little bit. I think in New York, you're not bullying anybody. Hey, how about you know, this? So, so, so the good and bad, I, I mentioned the players. So pros and cons yesterday. So the pro was, as I mentioned earlier, I, I met a new Fab Four, which is kind of cool, kind of cool. And you're right, Chuck. And Rob, um, I did want to hold someone's hand. Uh, eight days a week. That's all. That's all correct. But none of it happened. Um, but but uh, the bad though, my goodness, man! I, FSU fans who've been who've been in hibernation for like the last you know ten years since you know they sold their souls to win the national title. Man, they were out in force yesterday. Man, there's more FSU gear. That I've seen, I've seen yesterday. That I've seen the last ten years. I'm like, what in the world? Where'd you guys come from? Did you guys get this stuff, this stuff in like mothballs? I mean, where'd, where'd you get this stuff from? It's all over the place. It was so disgusting. I mean, I kind of threw up in my mouth twice. Terrible, 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 terrible. Uh, so, what do you think, Rob? It, the, the New York, uh, the New York Jets media and Aaron Rodgers. How's that going to go? I, I think that would be the most exciting piece of NFL news all season long. It'll be like the concussions of last year. I think it'll be Rodgers versus the New York media. Plus, think about it, the drugs have probably got to be a lot better in New York than they are in Green Bay, am I right? (laughs) He'll have a blast. He'll have a great old time in New York. But we say that. Is the media still what they used to be? I mean, let's think about this. I mean, is the media still really tough in New York, Philly? Is that kind of movie? Is that based on old old thoughts and old ideas from you? Know, but you know what? The, but really, the, 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 the truth of the matter is this. Aaron Rodgers won't give a damn. He won't care. I mean, the, the dude has alienated his entire family, right? If a, if, if, a, if a dude is willing to alienate his entire family, do you think he cares what – any media, any media member thinks or says no. He, he he's he's so all about Aaron Rodgers and so narcissistic. That's just who he is. Yeah, but didn't the Green Bay media kind of just look at him as a god anyway because he came there, sure, won a Super did. Bowl, yeah. and then he's going to go to New York where it's just like no holds barred. I believe it's still the same. Well, that's as what it I said earlier. I said you know, but, but, Green Bay is kind of like Jacksonville. I mean, Green yeah, Bay, right, the, right. the franchise kind of runs. You're right. You're both right, but he won't care. Again, if they was, start losing, they will, and he no, will. No, 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 no. But he won't care. They will care, but he won't care. I, I truly don't think Aaron Rodgers gives a damn. I don't. I mean, think of his personality and who he is, what he's done in the past. He doesn't care. 
You know why do you I mean? say that, though? Why, why, what makes you say he does not care? A guy that's willing to alienate his entire family and just walk away from everyone. Right. And, and just roll and just roll with it. Hey, hey guys, relax, just relax, whatever. He just, he just, he's aloof, man. He just doesn't care. He just, he, 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 look, he marches to, we beat, don't, to the beat. We don't go there. Well, we well, well that's just my Nobody. opinion. That's my opinion, okay? That's what we do. We give opinions here. So my opinion is he doesn't care. Uh, he marched to the beat of his own drum. He didn't, he didn't give a damn. Right? I'm getting paid. I'm going to go out. I'm going to perform. I'm on stage. Let's see how it goes. Right? Now, where do we think this leaves Green Bay? Where does this leave Green Bay? What do you think about Jordan Love going for? What's Green Bay's? Who knows? I'm I mean, guessing they're going to say this is finally his time to shine, though. I do not see that. I mean, they're hoping they can catch lightning in the bottle again. They're hoping that it's Aaron Rodgers replacing Brett Favre all over again. That's what they're hoping for. But we, yeah. we have yeah. no idea. We have no idea. No clue as to how that thing is going to go. Let's, let's turn our turn our attention to uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars here for a moment. And uh, Calvin Ridley, right? The reinstatement happened officially this past week. He's now an official member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we talked about the fleecing earlier uh, of the the Bears fleecing the Panthers. The Jaguars fleeced through kudos uh, to Trent Balky and Doug Peterson, they absolutely fleeced the Atlanta Falcons. When you give up two conditional picks, it's a fifth-round pick, and it, it could increase to maybe a, what, a, a two or a three, de- depending upon production next year. For a receiver in his last full season in the league was top five in receiving yards and touchdown. With a broken foot. I mean, he revealed that in the well, letter th- itself. There we go. It's pretty that's, amazing. That, that's correct, with, with a broken foot. And here was the, uh, if you haven't read the letter, uh, go to the, the Players' Tribune and uh, in the letter that Calvin Ridley uh, wrote. He basically says, he, he said, look, I effed up. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. In 2021, I made the worst mistake of my life by gambling on football. And I'm glad I he paid. started that off with that. I mean, it yeah. really kind of set the stage. Like, okay, yeah. yep, that's he's, right. ta- he's, taking, he's taking it on. Dude said, I paid the price. Believe me, I've seen all the jokes. I've seen all the hate, and I can shoulder all of that. No problem. All I want for is for people to understand that when I made those bets, there was a hell of a lot more going on with me. Um, he said, it started with my body breaking down. Hardly anybody knows this, but I played most of the 2020 season with a broken foot. Remember that 1,300-yard season, nine touchdowns. I was killing it on one foot, for real. Actually, I had played through bone spurs my first two years, just gritted through it with painkillers, but then my third year, the wheels came off. Week eight, we were playing Carolina. I remember looking at Julio Jones, and I was, and I just knew. I said, nah, bro, this is different. My bleep broke. <laughs> I mean, when, I, when I got the MRI, though, the trainer told me it was just a bone bruise, so I kept pushing. I took uh, tour all shots every, every Sunday. I finished the season. Listen, I know the deal. I'm a football player. It was my decision. I know what we get paid for. You feel me? If it's really just a bruise, I'm going to be out there. They finished four and twelve, right? So then next year, you know, a new trainer said, "Man, you got a broken foot. Your foot's broke, and <laughs> your foot's broke, right?" Um, he said, "I was devastated. It was only two months before the start of the season, and now you're telling me it's broken." You got to remember, I was the number one guy with Julio gone. With gone, I was under so much pressure to be out there. I got the surgery and rushed back, but I showed up to camp just mentally drained. I still couldn't plant without painkillers, so you get trapped in this cycle where it's like, if you take this pill, you can run. After practice, 
once that painkiller wears off, you still have to come home and be a husband, a father. My daughter don't care. She's two years old, and she's running straight up to me, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. She wanted to bake some cookies in the Fisher-Price oven, which, by the way, as a dad, that stuff's priceless, by the way. Uh, you know. But I'm coming home broken. I can't do anything but lie around in a dark room. Sound like Aaron Rodgers. Go hang out in a dark room. Uh, but no, but but no, but, but you know what? The dude owned it, right? He owned it. Look, man, I was I was depressed. I was bored. Um, I was away from the game. I was hurt. And you know what? And he said, "Look, I was I was watching a TV commercial. You know, seeing the you know uh, a gambling app. I downloaded it. Started betting on basketball. Betting on things. And I bet on one time. I bet on the Falcons, my boys, uh, to win a football game." Against who? Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Take, I have a, no take idea. a wild stab. I'm going to say the Panthers. Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm. So there's a reason you you asked that question. Exactly. I, I should have known better. I should have said the Jags because <laughs> we're going somewhere with that. But yeah, so that's what happened, man. And, and uh, now he's a Jag. Um, and he's already said, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm fourteen hundred yard season." Could you imagine? Dude, if he ro- if he is what he was before he was suspended, I talk as a Cowboys fan. I talked about how great of a route runner Amari Cooper was. Calvin Ridley is every bit as good of a route runner and with more speed than Amari Cooper. What makes that, you think he wouldn't be the same guy at twenty eight years old? Well, well, yeah, I, I'm not saying that he won't, right? I mean, mm. but. Like he's been out of the game for a while, right? And now I will say it, it's far easier to get back into playing shape, game shape at the receiver position than say Deshaun Watson had to do at the quarterback position, right? It's it's easier. It's easier uh, from a processing standpoint. Um, sure. Plus, he goes so, from Matt Ryan to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, I, well, this is, well. Now, 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 given when. And then Matt Ryan was a former NFL MVP, so it wasn't like Matt Ryan was chopped liver. Now. I, I mean, understand. He was a I solid quarterback. It wasn't Justin Fields. He was pretty good. Oh, gosh. Or Dak Here we go. Had to do Here it. we go. Here we go. Did Justin Fields hate again? <laughs> yeah. I, you know what, Chuck? I think Taylor Dahl could take you in a fight. And I'm, uh-huh. I think I'm going I'm, 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 you know, to set that up. I mean, you and Taylor Dahl are going to fight. And, and then she's going to kick your ass. On Chuck. the 18th hole at the TPC. Yes. 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 That'd be great. Well, Kelly be happy all his draft picks, but they yeah, got no, it. So actually, I got a better place. On the 17th green, and she can push you into the lake. There you go. Yeah, the 17th, even better. Push you into the lake, Chuck. I'll be like Jerry Payne. I'll just jump in. And hey, you know what? Hey, you know what, Chuck? That means you'll be cast off the island. You'll be cast off the island, Chuck. Look what's going to happen. Yeah. See, you got it. You got my reference. That's good. Good job, Chuck. But, uh, but no, so it's great to have – Ridley in the fold, it will make – I mean, think, think about the the playmakers at the disposal now of Trevor Lawrence. My gosh. With Ingram being tagged, mind you. Yes. Oh, man. Evan Ingram, is in, he's tagged, and hopefully they, you know, they agree to a long-term deal. But going into just, just a 2023 season, Ingram, uh, Zay Jones, obviously Christian Kirk, now you had the legit number one on the outside – um, and Calvin Ridley, uh, Travis, e, uh, Travis Etienne in the backfield uh, in his well, his third year, but really his second year. My gosh, man. I mean, this offense has the potential to be like the greatest show on Turf 2.0. I'm 
calling it. Well, right here's now. a question. Here's a question. Kind of, sorry, Jag. So with the Jags, obviously being a pretty good Just team. Call me Johnny Jaguar. Call me Johnny Jaguar. Okay. Who gets, Jaguar. who gets more Sunday night games, the Jets or the Jaguars? Probably the Jets or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the Jets get three Sunday night games now, I guess. Being New York and being having Aaron Rodgers. Uh, uh, better question, who has more wins at the end of the season, the Jags or the Jets? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you think the Jags. You think the Jags. I'm about to have a stroke. Chuck has complimented the Jaguars. The first time in his life he's complimented the Jaguars second, by saying they, they might have more wins than the Jets next year. I'm going so to give you that stroke here right now. You ready for this? Jacksonville Jaguars, Dallas Cowboys, 2023 Super Bowl. Oh, we talked about this before. He would go for the Cowboys. Boy. Yeah, I guess you I would. It. I, I I I'd love to have that problem. It, if that were to happen, because truly, look, I've been a Cowboys fan since I was four years old. Um, you know, and my both my sons are Cowboys fans, but born and raised here, love the Jaguars. That would be like one of those man. What do you do here, right? Because my sons, my my sons, my hey hey, my sons took my my Cowboys fandom card away from me when we were at the we were at the game this year. Um, because I was pulling for the, the Cowboys, but then, then the Jaguars are winning as well. It means, it, it means more for the Jaguars. So I started pulling for them, and they got they got mad at me. Dad, how can you do that, Dad? How can you do it? And I did it. Oh, I can hear the music. Oh, we, oh, we, we got Rick Rob, we, we Rick rolled here again, man. Rick got rolled Rob again. rolled right here. Here we go. Man, Rob rolled, Rick rolled, Chuck rolled, you know. All right, so I hear the music. For the fine folks here at Dick's Wings, for Chuck Elliott, for... Rob, not Ralph Macchio. I'm Ron Compton. Until next Saturday, see ya!